This trendy brunch favorite is as delicious as it is healthy. Though it is open-faced, your face will not be open and instead will be in the shape of a smile if you eat it. Or, you may give this sandwich a like when it comes across your Instagram feed, but in person this bland sandwich is more worthy of a mute. Who's right? Let's find out. This week on our ongoing quest to pick our favorite sandwich, the avocado toast. Is it affordable, ethical, is it healthy and clean? Is it first aid appropriate, even though he's married? Is the origin true? Doesn't matter to me. All that really matters is celebrities. Joe will pick a sandwich now. It's his religion to figure it out. He ate the food. He'll rate. He'll choose. Will it end up on the menu? Oh, what sandwich will he choose? Joe picks a sandwich now. Dan, is this our uh, trendiest sandwich we've ever talked about? It's got to be. It's got to be. I'm trying to think. I mean, maybe the BLT is sort of a trendy-ish, but that's almost like a classic. But in terms of, um, and I was going to save this till later, but I'll just get get it now. On the, the Google Trends, like if you look at this sandwich, it is just starting in maybe 2011 or something, is just a, a rocket ship to the up and to the left no, no, up and to the right, not up and to the left. That doesn't make any sense. Oh, and by the way, for everybody out there, it's Tuesday night. This podcast is literally being released one hour from now, so this is completely unedited. We're, we're doing it live as, as our friend. I, mean, uh, I feel like if we're doing live podcasting, I feel like we should be just taking calls on the line. We should. <laughs> could, could really help us out. Actually, we don't need the help on this one because as, as they're saying, this is – this is a hot topic. This is a trendy sandwich. This thing up and to the right. And, you know, maybe it peaked. I, I don't know if it's more of a summer sandwich because if you look at the, the Google Trends graph, it's sort of been dipping maybe the last three or four months. Or maybe it's a winter sandwich. Um, I'm not sure, but but it, it's it's hot. I think it's, it's more about it's more about tariff concerns like we talked about last week. I think people are worried about the you know, they're, they're already trying to find new sandwiches if it's if this is their favorite because they're worried about those tariffs. Yeah, I mean, poof. The the press conference today where I believe our, our president said he got the deal he wanted and it's in his like lapel pocket. And then the reporters were like, can we see it? And he's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> that actually happened. I, 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 I've been trying to not follow President Trump's like travel abroad. But did I hear right that he went to England and threatened to privatize their national health care system? I did not. I don't know about that. All I heard is that he went to Ireland, you know, to play at his golf course. And then in order to like make it look like he didn't just go there to play golf, he had a meeting with the prime minister. But the meeting with the prime minister was at the airport lounge because he didn't actually he, it, like all he wanted to do was play golf. He didn't actually care about meeting the prime minister. He just wanted an <laughs> excuse. I mean, if this were a political podcast and if we had more time and energy and wanted to do uh, real work, I'd love to have a segment where we just have three news stories about Trump per week, two of them fake, one of them real, and see if the other person could guess which one was fake. That is because way too much so, effort. It's so bonkers these things that happen. Okay. Well, this is a live this is a live podcast. So 
We're not taking calls, but, but like, I mean, anything can happen here. This is people should be on the edge of their seats. Yeah, yeah. Anything will happen. Things might happen. Although, if you want, we can also just get right into it since it's late at night and I have to also edit it right before posting it. But this is what I told you last night. And this is what just as a little teaser for everybody. Somewhere during this episode, maybe towards the end, I've got a hot take that I've been working on. I've been honing this hot take. That I got this hot take based on, you know, my research this week, and I think it's a great take. Now, I did, I thought this take was so hot, was so great, that nobody had ever had this take before. I was wrong. The, <laughs> but, but, the exact take I have was, so I searched online for the exact take, and people have had this take before. So I, I didn't invent this take. That doesn't mean it's still not hot, and it doesn't mean it's still not right. And I'm excited. I'm excited to present this take to you and our podcast audience. I mean, are we taking a trip to Dan's Hot Take Corner? Absolutely, absolutely. We need, does, we need some music. Does it have that. a theme song? <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe I'll just come up with something on the spot, but we'll do that later. Or you know, I can just always have this. It's a great, Anyways, great hot take. Yeah. Yeah. Great, great hot take music. Joe, are we ready? Let's just jump right into this. This is hot. This is trendy. People want to people talk about this. So let's start with what is your history with the sandwich? Well, Dan, I grew up in Southern California. So I will say I don't have a great history with the avocado toast other than I've eaten avocado on bread before. However, I do have a long and storied history with the avocado. Where I grew up was literally all like, – they weren't there anymore, but it used to be all avocado groves to the, to the point that like I tell people this sometimes and they think it's a joke if they haven't lived in Southern California. My street that I lived off of was called Avocado. My, my sister's elementary school – that. That's true. My sister's elementary school was Avocado Elementary School. <laughs> so, so I will say that while avocado toast is a sort of new twist on this avocado, avocado is a staple part of my, uh, my diet currently and growing up. My kids all love avocados. It's just a part of our like everyday eating. Interesting. So if it, you know, it sounds like you already said it, but the concept of making a piece of toast or a piece of, I mean, just with toast, do you think growing up you ever made a piece of toast and just spread avocado on it and ate it? I mean, I may have accidentally invented avocado, avocado toast long before it became trendy because I'm sure at some point, look, I like toast. I like avocados. I can't imagine it didn't occur to me to put the two together. Yeah. Well, actually, okay. So we'll get into the history in a second. But the the long story short of it is – People have been putting avocado on toast for a long time, like hundreds of years. I mean, I do years. remember once I was having this toast and I had some avocados on a high shelf. And, <laughs> and, and, and there was an earthquake, as happens in Southern California, and the avocado fell on the toast. And I was like, oh, now we, got, now we have to throw this toast away. Now, I, I do appreciate that's a great Joe Picks a Sandwich tangent. However, I actually want to kind of take you back from this because – when I did the research on the is a hot dog a sandwich question, I actually think, based on the, the timelines, based on what I saw in Google Trends, based on what I saw in internet searches, I think you did invent the question. 
Because I know. I agree. Basically, at the timeline we talked about, there is nothing. There is nobody asked it. Nobody thought of it. I don't think anybody had put those words together. Is a hot dog a sandwich? And I think, basically, until proven otherwise, I think that does belong to you. I totally agree. And especially the fact that, like, it's not like I silently – like. It's not like I silently thought of this thing and didn't tell anyone. Like this was a very uh, widespread topic of conversation that I was pushing out in a not 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 in a public medium, you know, like in, in very public ways. So absolutely, I You've agree. got hundreds of witnesses. Look, it's like when people, you know, like when you know, like people are trying to find like the the root of a certain phrase and they like can't really find it, but the best they can go off of is like, oh, the earliest sighting of this was in this year or this time or whatever, uh, you know. It's the same. If you can't find an earlier sighting of this before I like can confirm that I thought of it, I think that I'm the person. I think you are. I mean, until proven otherwise, it's yours. Avocado toast, though, let's not go crazy. If no, people have been actually not. making it for hundreds of years, and I, I, I'll get more into it in the history, although I'm not because I also sort of like phoned in the research, but because it, there actually is an interesting history. It's just like, People have been eating it throughout, like, Mexico and the United States for, like, 100 years. And then somebody made it popular in New York City. And then, you know, the trend sort of took off. But I mean, I'll just give you a little teaser. I may have the the best celebrity story that we've had in quite some time. Wow. Wow. Okay. This episode is really like, – so people at home, just skip ahead 30 minutes, okay? Skip right to the celebrity and Dan's hot take corner. Yep. You know, the rest of this, what are you going to get from this? It's going to be 45 minutes of us complaining about Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, maybe we should just skip for Maybe we should just have 30 minutes of blank air to put in here. Would anybody <laughs> notice? Ta- the uh, Taco Episode 2.0. <laughs> because I always notice when I put in the giant bleeps, when I say super controversial things, I would think people would be like, what controversial thing did he say? But nobody cares. I think they just assumed that it was, uh, you know, uh, something hilarious and also probably offensive. No, I think my abortion take was a good one. But Stop it. Okay, Stop okay. It. <laughs> Moving on. Before we have to, this is unedited, so I can't bleep. Uh, my history with the sandwich. Uh, I think I had it once a couple years ago, two or three years ago. I used to live by this place called The Mill, which is sort of like a very famous toast place. They have lots of different varieties of toast. And um, I think I had it once there, though I, it wasn't super memorable. But then I had it this in December in Mexico at the um, Mexican restaurant. And that's where when we were, you know, in our podcast retreat, we were talking about things that might be sandwiches and on their menu. They specifically had under sandwiches, avocado toast. So I ordered it. It was a bit of a strange order. But actually, you know, the more we talk about it, that avocados obviously grown in Mexico. They're a perfect climate for them. They're everywhere. It, it probably isn't actually that strange of a thing. And I think I had it there, although both version. I think the version I had at um, the, the toast place and the versions I had this week are probably more the standard avocado toast than the, the one I had in Mexico. But either way, sure. not much of a history with the sandwich. Okay, the history overall, I'll just cut right to what I said. People have been putting avocado on toast for literally hundreds of years. There's, like, evidence of people doing this in Mexico, like, 500 years ago. It's not uncommon. Uh, The 
you know, it's just a it's just a standard thing. People put avocado on everything. Like I'm sure you currently and have through your entire life put avocado on stuff. You don't even need it to like fall off, uh, you know, the shelf. Like there is it, like what's a food that putting avocado on it makes it worse? Uh, you know, I I feel like I've had this conversation with you at some point, uh, but like I can't really think of one. Like even even like something like ice cream, right? would be great with avocado. Hmm, that's actually interesting. And I've maybe, never thought of that, but I feel like it goes well together. Maybe like peanut butter and avocado wouldn't go well together? Hmm. Ah, I'm actually, you know, a peanut butter avocado sandwich? I'll bet somebody's had to have had that before. I mean, it's it's one of those foods that is it's a little bit like butter. Like is butter not good on anything? Yeah, butter's great on everything. So yeah, I mean, I look, look. I think that uh, <laughs> five minutes unless, of dead air while we try to think of things. No, I mean I, that butter is not good on. I think unless someone can can come up with something, I think I think we have to go with the stance that avocado makes everything better. I actually would if I was on the sandwich wheel, which I'm not. I would pick avocado peanut butter sandwich because that sounds. I I mean. Uh, maybe okay. we should put that on the wacky wheel. We should put that on the wacky wheel. I was going to say, let's put that on the wacky wheel. All right. Note it. That's on the wacky wheel. So there are now three things on the wacky wheel, two secret things, and then this one. So it's not going to be a wacky coin flip anymore. It is It is going to require a, a wacky wheel spin if the wacky wheel comes up. Wow. That's crazy. Okay. So now, Dan, I mean, I don't know if you're going to get into it later, but there is a more recent history with avocado toast, which is like sort of why it's in like the the zeitgeist right now. Yeah, so the article I read basically said that in circa 2007, some trendy New York City restaurant brunch spot put it on the menu, popularized it, and then other people saw how popular it was at that restaurant, and they copied it. It's, it's obviously a very easy thing to copy. And and then it just sort of spread, spread uh, like that, spread through New York City, then spread throughout the country. So the the and then the article was talking about one um, chef was taking credit for it, and then another chef said, "Well, I was serving at my restaurant before that." I think the article made it clear that some particular restaurant did is sort of like um, given credit for one sort of restaurant is given credit for popularizing it, but it's like they didn't invent it. The, you know, the chef had said, yeah. oh, I invented it because I've been eating avocado toast 20 years ago, you know, when I was in whatever, when I was in Mexico, when I was in France, what, you know, wherever. It's just something that people have been eating for a long time. Yeah, well, I, no, I, I hear that. That's not actually what I was talking about. So what I was talking about was this, this, like, this linking that's recently happened with avocado toast and millennials with this comment about the price of avocado toast. Do you know what I'm talking about? I do not know what you're talking about. Okay, so this happened in 2017. I just found the article on it because I didn't know exactly when it happened. But it became this like internet meme because in 2017, this this guy, Tim Gurner, who's a multimillionaire in Australia, was on, I guess, the Australian version of 60 Minutes. And he made this comment. I'm going to read the quote. He's talking about like the problem with millennials today. And he said, when I was trying to buy my first home, I wasn't buying smashed avocados for $19 and $4 and four coffees at $4 each. And that became this thing where basically like this like 1% versus 99%, this like thing of like this rich asshole basically uh, saying, well, the reason why, you know, people can't buy homes and earn student loan debt is because they're buying avocado toast. 
Mm. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Which obviously people push back on that comment. And so that 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 was, I think, the first time that I heard about avocado toast was in this controversy of like uh, this is apparently a thing that like is an expensive thing that that like millennials are being associated with. Does avocado toast cost nineteen dollars? Well, I mean, I think that's Australian dollars, so I don't know the conversion rate, but you know, uh, mine didn't cost nineteen dollars. I don't know how much yours was. I mean, I live in a very expensive city where everything's expensive, and my my one of my avocado toasts cost five fifty, and the other one was eight dollars. So, and that, those were very. I mean, they weren't. They were just avocado toast. So it wasn't like a plate of some. I don't know at a brunch spot if you order avocado toast, maybe it comes with like other stuff. I was just getting the toast, but I mean, <laughs> nineteen dollars is a lot. Yeah, but I mean, nineteen Australian dollars. That's like that's like five dollars here. <laughs> it's true. Uh, fan which Josh has famously uh, paid in Australian dollars, which has really <laughs> not, not worked out well for him. He should get paid in avocado toast. <laughs> I mean, if it's $19 a pop, that's a, I mean, that's a great deal. <laughs> and it's vegan. Yeah, yeah. Well, it doesn't have to be, I think, that's true. if you that's put true. butter on it or whatever. <laughs> I mean, maybe there's some butter in there. Okay, anyways, history. We got the history. We've got this invented in New York. People have been eating it for 500 years. And then we've got that Australian asshole saying that the problem with millennials is avocado toast. What do you give this history? I mean, it's not a very defined history. But, uh, you know, given the fact that, like, this has sort of become a symbolically generational sandwich, I think that's pretty good. I'm going to say 8 out of 10. 8 out of 10. Wow. Wow. Like, does each generation have a sandwich? Huh. I think, you know, based on our research about the PB&J, I wouldn't I, – I could almost give the PB&J to the sort of maybe the greatest generation because, you know, that's when it really started becoming super popular. But I don't think there – when you think of PB&J, you don't think of, like, a particular generation. Right, right, right. And, like, what would Gen X be? Like, you know, a grilled cheese? On white bread? Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, there's a, I'm, the only thing I can think that relates grilled cheese to Gen X is the uh, importance of the grilled cheese in your favorite movie and, a, and a, a favorite of mine, too, The Devil Wears Prada. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So, so but, but, but if every generation has a sandwich, I think avocado toast is surely the millennial sandwich. Absolutely. No doubt about it. So, yeah, 8 out of 10. I like it. 8 out of 10. Wow. You go liking those millennials. Now, just Let's... for the record, you, we're both millennials. Correct. But we're Correct. both, I mean, you're really on the, like, leading edge. What, what, what we're called, what I'm called, apparently is a cusper. A cusper, yeah. And I'm a little bit more of a millennial, but I still, I like to call myself the Oregon Trail millennial. Oh, well, I mean, I feel like I'm an Oregon Trail millennial. Yeah, but you're like, yeah, well, actually, that's fine. I think Oregon Trail millennial is like that they ask this question and they're like, did you ever play Oregon Trail? And there's like a re- there's like a perfect demarcation at some like year. And I think that like splits the millennials between the like older ones and the younger ones. I mean, I think that's a great look. Look, if there's one generational video game and one generational sandwich, I feel like we're doing great. <laughs> hmm. Millennial video game, though, 
I wouldn't say Oregon Trail was the 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 video game of my youth. Maybe uh, Mortal Kombat or maybe Sonic the Hedgehog. Ugh. But when you were in school and you got time to play Oregon Trail, was it not like the best way to use your time in school? No, oh, it was great. I loved it. I loved it. I also like that uh, Mavis Beacon teaches typing. I don't. I don't think that's what I had for typing. I had some like little alien dude. Oh, I had Mavis Beacon. So and look, uh, I type 120 words per minute, Joe, and you bear you peck with your two fingers. It's true. I needed some Mavis Beacon in my life. Yeah, uh, she's like when you start pecking, she's like, "Stop it!" And she like hits your hands. Wait, was this a real person or like a computer program? Well, it's a computer program, but it would also it would like tell the instructor. It would be like, "Come over here and be like." My God, the AI on that is incredible for the time period. She runs a tight ship. <laughs> So, uh, what's the next category? Eight out of ten. Let's keep going. Could the sandwich be in my regular rotation? We're going to talk here about prep, availability, and health. So, you know, here's the interesting thing about this sandwich, Dan, that I found. Because I I researched where I was going to go to get this. I didn't make it at home. Though, I mean, come on. It's not a hard sandwich to make at home. Um, I didn't think I needed the experience of making it home to, like, understand it. But also, it's sort of like in itself a category of sandwich in addition to to being a sandwich in its own in that like every restaurant that I looked at online had a different definition of what it was to have avocado toast. They all had toast. They all had avocado and they all had a bunch of something else's. Hmm. Did you get multiple c- variants of it or I just only got one? one? I only got one variant, but I, I, at least in my research, Dan, maybe you can correct me. I didn't find one definitive version of the sandwich other than the, them all just having avocado and toast. Yeah, I think the the definition of this sandwich that we would use for, you know, our official type menu situation, if it were to go on the menu, would be toast. The type of bread can widely vary with avocado spread on it. The avocado probably is seasoned and then with extras. The extras could be all sorts of things. Slice of tomato, some sort of uh, one of them I got had sprouts on it. Um, I don't know what the more exotic things would be because both of the places I got it, the the fancy place I got it from the mill is basically known for their bread. Like the the person who opened it is like a has a world famous like bread cookbook. So for them, the like main aspect of the avocado toast that they're trying to show off is a piece of bread that it's on. Got it. Yep. Got it. Got the it. other place I went to was called the Juice Bar, which was like a super healthy place. So they put, like, sprouts on it because they wanted to make, like, a super, super, you know, healthy, like, you know, we're not making this avocado toast, you know, to be some, like, delicious, savory thing. This is just, like, going to be the healthiest version of it. So I I didn't – neither of the places I went really went crazy with the the add-ons, but I think both of them still made different. And, um, you know, the the versions that I had from the two places definitely stood quite a a bit apart. My my point – was that, you know, we talked about this with a BLT. A BLT can't be a BLT with cheese. Otherwise, it's it's not – you can certainly eat that, but it's not a BLT anymore. Yes. The avocado toast is simply a base for which you can have a lot of different things. So I'll tell you with mine. Yes. The place I went was a little bit fancy. Um, uh, it certainly wasn't a $19 toast. <laughs> First of all, on the menu, I should just note, it was not it was not under sandwiches. Oh, no. It was under a category that they had that was hearty toasts. 
<laughs> Which I think is a very good good description. Um, uh, but but this sandwich had curry, mustard seed, and lime on it. Wow. It wasn't like a lot of curry. It was like the curry and the mustard seed were kind of mixed, mixed together in a spice. Wow. Interesting. Yeah, I think that I, I think um, the seasoning of the, the avocado paste or the avocado itself is like a, a real differentiator in addition to other stuff they might put on it. The other thing that I noticed that seemed pretty standard in all these is that it's not a sliced avocado. It's a smashed avocado. Yes. Both of the ones I had were smashed, though. I did see many a picture of avocado toast where it was not smashed and it was more sliced. I would argue, and this may be a sandwich court down the road, if you slice the avocado, it's an avocado and toast, not avocado toast. <laughs> Boy, this is... I. The, the problem is normally, like, when we get into these things, we're, like, wading into new territory in the sandwich debate. I... The, the avocado toast has had so many like uh, column inches of <laughs> stuff devoted to it. Like I'm sure every somebody's already litigated all of these issues. A lot of think pieces on the avocado toast. Yes, yes. But um, to your point about prep, I didn't make one at home either. But I would like, you know, you were talking about last week about how all the ingredients to make certain of the hot dogs you just have lying around, and to me avocados and bread are two things that I normally have lying around. So this is something I could all the time really yes. easily make. And to even add to it, Megan has one of those like things that uh, it's like a special instrument for like cutting an avocado in half and like getting the like avocado flesh out of there. So it would be super easy to do. So, you know, for me, I have one of those too. It's called a spoon. Uh, it's not as good as this little, this little instrument she has. Um, availability for me, I live in California. Availability is not an issue. I got avocados wherever I want them. I got bread wherever I want them. So I'm not sure if it would be different if you weren't, I mean, obviously you live in Seattle, which is much further away from Mexico, but I assume avocados are probably quite plentiful. I've never found avocados hard to find. Look, I mean, I'll say we are rating this pre-tariff. So, you know, California may be the only place with avocados this time next week. Who knows? Wait, did you just G-chat me your celebrity thing like 20 minutes too soon? Well, I I wanted it there so I could close the window and then I can talk to you about it later. Don't look at it, though. I already looked at it. I see it. Just just forget it. We'll get to it. Yeah. I can't. It's on the top of my screen. Unsee it. All right. All right. Well, I already spoiled I know what your celebrity is going to be. This is a good one, though. This is hot. This is hot. I don't know if this is hotter than my hot take, but it's close. It's, it's pretty hot. It's, pretty it's hot. very hot. Okay. okay. So, so, yeah. you know, One I mean, more. Look. Health. 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 Oh, health. Okay. Go for it. This is a simple one. So, avocados, they're very calorie dense, but they're, they're healthy. So, it's, it's healthy fat. Whether it's something you want part of your diet it's up to you. Uh, it's, it's avocados aren't for everybody, but there's nothing unhealthy about an avocado as part of a balanced diet. Toast, again, it depends on your diet, but toast is generally like pretty healthy. So, and especially since we are in the sandwich business, you know, we're in the sandwich <laughs> I was, area. I was about to say that exact thing. Like, look, we have to just stipulate we're eating sandwiches here, yeah. right? So, like, like yeah, is it is it less healthy than having like a you know? Um, 
you know, stock of celery, yes. But like, we're talking about sandwiches. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know if that's the case. Like, it's it, it it's it's a good sandwich. Like, avocado is really good for you because it, well, you know, uh, higher fat diets is like you know in more these days than it used to be in the past. Avocados, tons of fat. They fill you up. They make you, you know, they take away your your want to eat. So this is the type of breakfast that if you have just avocado toast, it's a lot of calories. It's a lot of fat, but you'll feel quite full afterwards. And, uh, you know, you probably won't eat more. And it's obviously better than grease and all the, the other things you, you could eat instead uh, that, that might be bad fats. And, you know, if, if again, we're in the sandwich business, it's an open-faced sandwich. So there's only one slice of bread. So I'm, I'm honestly, I don't want to rate this too generously because I feel like I'm, you know, you know, I'm in a good mood tonight. But, like, uh, I mean, I'm hard-pressed to think of a sandwich that is more available because unlike the PB and J it's an easier thing to find out in restaurants. Not that it's at a ton of restaurants, but like, yeah, it's, it's a growing thing. You're on, you're, you're, we're not even buying low anymore on the avocado toast, but I think that there's more growth on the avocado toast market. Um, but also it's like the, if you're someone who buys avocado, if you're not someone who buys avocados, that's a pain in the butt. But if you're someone who buys avocados, this is a really easy sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. It is, and it's a good use. You know, if that if the avocado gets a little overripe, and you're mm-hmm. like, "Oh, got to do something with this," it's perfect. Cut it open. Use that special instrument that Megan has. Mash it up. A spoon. You're done. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I think I think this is a solid eight out of ten, Dan. Eight of, uh, it's, it should be higher than you were about to just talk about how you don't want to rate it too highly. You're giving it eight. Come on. Well, I mean, the only thing I would knock it down for is that, like, uh, the it's. It's still on the low percentage of restaurants. Is it eight? It's going to yeah. be a nine, you know, two years from now. Well, the only pushback I'd have against that is that it, it's true that a lot of restaurants won't have it, but a lot of different types of places will have it. So, like, for example, the place I got it from, you know, that was actually closest to me because I was like the weekend was here and I was like, ugh, I got to get this damn avocado toast. And I just searched Yelp and there were like so many places yeah. And this not place, necessarily it, sandwich places, but places. Right? Yeah, it's a juice bar. Like it, you know, it's it's like a health food place that also. Okay, had let it. me ask you this, and I'm actually going to be willing to to update my rating for this. Okay, wow. So so you can get it at random places. Okay, you can make it at home easily, but it's not at every sandwich place. Now, now let me ask you this, and this. Yeah, I want your honest answer, and then I'll update my uh, rating accordingly. Is it obnoxious to walk into a sandwich place that doesn't have it on the menu and say? Can you just give me a piece of toast with some mashed avocado on it? I mean, it's it's uh, what is the the adjective you you just said that I need to describe it as? You said obnoxious. Is it obnoxious? I think it's pretentious. I'm not oh. sure if it's obnoxious. Okay. I mean, I I would think if I were behind the counter, I'd be like, no, oh, that's easy. <laughs> like it's a lot easier to make than like the other sandwiches. And they'll still charge you, you know, a lot of money for it. I guess you could be like, give me a turkey and avocado sandwich, but hold the turkey and mash the avocado and take off a piece of bread. Yeah, well, they probably mash the avocado. Well, I guess it depends on the sandwich place. Yeah, I, th- I mean, it, it is true that you could go into a sandwich place and they almost certainly could make it. Certainly the types of sandwich places I go to where avocado is, is almost certainly on the menu. But um, yeah, it, I mean, based on the two places I had it, if you just put avocado on bread, you're not getting... I, I don't think that is truly the, like, classical avocado toast experience. However, 
it it to get that version of it, it would be basically every sandwich shop sandwich shop would be able to make it. All right. Well, thank you for your honest answer. I'm going to stick with an eight, an eight out of ten. Then, okay. uh, whatever. You know what? Even though I picked it, I'm not tied to this avocado toast. Even though it's doing great. Even though it's doing great. Next. Uh, okay. What's next? Is it a first date sandwich? Sandwich Rob. Sandwich. He's come in. Wow, this message is so long, it's like been clipped. Okay, no, it's not that long. All right. Hey, guys. This is definitely up there as one of the most popular first date sandwiches. Though I'd venture to guess that it's more commonly ordered by the girl than the guy. Oh, my God. <laughs> and parentheses. And it seems we're going with the assumption that these are heteronormative dates from the male perspective. I could evaluate them from multiple possible perspectives, I, but that would be... I don't agree that we are stipulating that. Yeah. But that would be a lot more Rob in your podcast than you're hoping for. So This is already more Rob than we're yeah. hoping for. So it, it goes on. There's a lot more. So this is a first date order that you need to size up. Is your date looking for a strong traditional guy? Fail. Is she into hipsters? Win. Overall, this would send a message that you're healthy and it won't weigh you down for the post-meal activities. So I think if it's a day date, it's a pretty good choice. Night date, very questionable. Rob's first date rating, you ask her lots of questions about herself and her feelings, which might get you into her pants or into the friend zone. It's a toss-up. Hmm. I don't know. Well, first of all, I don't understand the night date versus day date distinction. Maybe We should have just bleeped that whole last as, first date rating. As a more recent dater, maybe you can explain it to me, but I don't know if I agree with Rob's assessment. Well, I mean, I don't agree with a lot of Rob's assessment, but I don't know if I agree that this is like a particularly like unmasculine sandwich. I mean, it's, you know, it's bread with avocado. Yeah. I mean, it it does seem like more of a hipster sandwich, I guess, but. Look, look, you want to make that argument, which I don't agree with this heteronormative perspective, but if you want to make that argument about the, the cucumber tea sandwiches, which were like a little bit like, I guess like dainty or whatever, like they're small, maybe I could buy that. But avocado toast, I mean, look, I, I think the description of hearty toast was right. It's hearty. Yeah, it is hearty. And and that's the thing. Like, avocados, like, what's wrong with avocados? Like, the avocados are cool. Avocados, you know, you, you can't be, like, a, a strong guy eating avocados. Give me a break. Avocados go on everything. Yeah, I don't I don't know if I agree with this perspective. And I, I, I agree with the second part of what he said of, like, you're saying that you want to have a healthy meal. It, it's it's relatively portable. It's sort of like an interesting thing. It's a bit of a conversation starter. I, I think it's a pretty good day or night date sandwich. Yeah, I mean the only thing is, look, if you're going to a, if you're having a night date, like it just. I mean, as I say, you shouldn't order food anyways on any date. Although I think this actually might be an exception because you're getting coffee. And like for example, the the place I went to, uh, the mill is a just absolutely happening i went there on a weekday morning and i i guess i went there yesterday morning and the place was completely full of people and of course they're like a a exclusively toast place but they also serve i guess they're not exclusively a toast place because they also serve like coffee and and that kind of stuff so that's like all they they have coffee and they have toast and everybody there is drinking coffee and eating toast and the the toasts are just like absolutely fantastic because this place is like this world famous uh, bread person. So if you're going on a date there, like I don't, it, it would seem completely reasonable to me to order a coffee, get a piece of toast, and like 
have it, you know, of, of all the things, because it is, you know, it's it's easy to eat, you know, it's got everything you'd want in the type of date food, and additionally, the fact that it is, like, fairly a lightweight thing to have. But if you're going on a night day, like, it just doesn't make sense. You shouldn't be ordering food. It's just, I can't think of any situation where it would make any sense. If you're going on a night day, drink alcohol. Get, you know, that's that's your, that should be your, your calories of choice. Right. But, okay, for the purpose of this category, if you're ordering a sandwich, like, you can't compare it to not eating at all. You have to compare it to eating another sandwich. There, there's no. <laughs> there's no late night sandwich. Doesn't make sense unless you're getting dinner, which is a disaster. Right, There's, but it's the basis of this category. Yeah, I, look, this category is bunk. So you're at a. So you're at. So okay, you 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 don't know how, but you've somehow stumbled into this date. It's a first date, but it's a dinner date. You're at a place that is a sandwich place. They have a full menu of sandwiches, including avocado toast. Let's not compare it to every sandwich, but let's just say you want to order the avocado toast. Is that a good or bad choice? I mean, I think it's as as all things considered, it's fine. But you know, here here's what you should eat if you're doing a night date: drink alcohol first, then go get some like ice cream afterwards. Oh, you're at a sandwich place, Dan. You can't you can't fight the hypothetical. Order a beer. Don't order the sandwich. So okay, so your date is like, I'm hungry. I'm ordering food. It's six thirty. We've agreed to meet for dinner, uh, and you're like, No, I refuse. I'm only getting a beer. <laughs> well, look, I will. If- I will get ice cream with you later. Twist my arm. Well, first of all, if you're at a sandwich place and you're going to have to be like, uh, could you just put a piece of toast and put avocado on it? Yeah, I don't want anything else. <laughs> and and you think that's a bad idea on a first date. Yeah, which I guess I am going into Rob's stereotype there, even though that's completely fine. Because like if a big tough guy went in and said, I'm on a I'm on a uh, fat heavy diet, put some avocado, just give me the avocado. Because I guess you wouldn't really want bread, I guess, if you're bulking up. I don't know how good my bulky voice is. Yeah. Put some avocado on that bread. Well, Dan, your insight, as always, is helpful. I think this is, I think this is a pretty good first date sandwich. I think that uh, any, any, any argument that it's like somehow projecting the wrong image to your date, I don't, I don't buy that. I do think that you know it's not the cleanest sandwich necessarily because it is open face, so you got to knock off some points for that. Uh, and I think that there is a, a question of pretentiousness and hipsterness that I think needs to at least be factored in. So I'm going to say seven and a half. Yeah, great score, man. Let's bulk up a little bit. It's getting better, Dan. It's in no way getting worse. Okay, great, great. Next category. This is it. This is the the avocado meat that is so easy to get out using Megan's special little tool of this podcast. Does the sandwich taste? Although in this case, we've got we know we've got the hot celebrity comes up, and we've got Dan's hot take corner coming up. So I don't even know if that counts. This might be more like the giant seed in the middle. Yeah, of this, this is podcast. this is still the filler in the episode. Yeah. Does the sandwich taste good? Well, Dan, uh, I famously love avocados. Famously. I famously have no objection to toast. So you're really at the crux of a question of, are is this sandwich as good or better than the sum of its parts? And I am going to say, yes, I liked it. I think there are too many sandwiches, Dan, that 
the avocado is like part of the sandwich, but it's it's not the centerpiece of the sandwich. And I think taking the avocado and taking it out of the, you know, the blat or the, you know, turkey and avocado or the Dutch crunch avocado, whatever the hell it is that we made, uh, and just saying, look, the avocado is the main feature here. We're going to spice up that avocado. We're going to add some, in my case, curry and mustard seed, but, but whatever you want to add to it, we're going to make that the focal point, give you a hearty portion of it, and not even put a second slice of bread. That's how much we want to feature the avocado. I think it's a great choice. I think it tasted great. Wow. Okay, now I love avocado. Put a bowl of guac in front of me. I'm eating that whole bowl of guac, no doubt. Oh, Dan, tableside guac, you and I, you know, it's one of our favorite things in the world. Love it. I mean, tableside guac is just great, no matter where you are, even though we can't go to Mexico anymore. Anyways, that's for another podcast. But I had two versions of this, and I'll tell you why I had two. Because I went to Project Juice, and I got the avocado toast. You know, it was nearby, a few blocks away. You know, it's this health food store. I get the avocado toast. I, I It's been so long since I've had it, I forget what it tastes like. I'm like, I get it. It looks nice. You know, it's got the sprouts on there. I like sprouts. It's got the avocado on there on a, a nice little hearty slice of some unknown type of bread. I take a bite of it, and my first thought is, wow, this is bland. Like, like the, the guac needed, like, a million times more salt. You know, it just it just tasted like pure avocado, which to me... Avocado's fine, but, like, you know, guac is, like, the perfect, you know, guac has got all that salt in it. Guac has got a little bit of kick of spice. You know, it's got some onions in there. You know, to me, that's, like, making the avocado really, like, into a thing that I find just delicious. You know, to me, it has to be seasoned right. I'm not just, I'm not a a raw guac kind of guy. But then I thought, okay. I just went to, like, a health food store. What did I expect? Like, they're making the healthiest version of the sandwich possible. Like, I'm sure they intentionally don't put a lot of seasoning on it because, you know, they don't – it's probably – it's unhealthy, you know. So then I went to the mill, which is a, a very famous place. You know, it's a great toast. And so I go there, and I actually get two pieces of toast. I get the avocado toast, which is one of the featured items. Basically, every they feature five pieces of toast, and then they rotate them in and out. But they have some, like, classics. So the avocado toast is one of their classics. And then I got another piece of toast, which is their cinnamon sugar toast, which is uh, butter and then, you know, cinnamon sugar on top of it. And for for both of them, they actually were on the same type of bread, which it's we- some weird, like, mystery bread. I don't know what it is, but they, they have the, all these specialty breads. So I'm like, okay. This is like a good version. I could see it had some some seasoning on it. It looked like there was some pepper on there. I don't know what else was on there. So I get home. I'm excited. I take a bite of it. And I also thought it was super bland. Like, I it just wasn't good. It's it, I mean, okay. It wasn't good as an overstatement. It's just bland to me. It just tastes like avocado. And then, you know, I'm like, okay, maybe, you know, this toast just whatever isn't good for some reason. And then I had the cinnamon sugar toast. It was like the best piece of toast I've ever had in my life. <laughs> like toast with butter and cinnamon sugar is like five million times better than avocado toast. Now, I understand it's not as healthy. We're not in that category. We're in the does it taste good category. So to me, I, I, you know, I got it once. I got it twice. At, these, these weren't just no-name locations. These were, these were places that, that avocado toast is like a thing on the menu. I found it 
I, I just found them bland. I, I just, I, I'm, I'm shocked. As I was eating it, I was shocked that this is like as popular as it is. Would you say that you found it boring? Very boring. Boring remember, and bland. Do you remember your feeling about the avocado toast in Mexico? Did you feel the same way? I don't remember, but I remember that they, they had more stuff on it. But at that point, my body was like much worse for the wear after like the whole week in Mexico. And, you know, the podcast retreat is it takes a lot out of you. So so let me ask you this, Dan, I'm going to I'm going to list some ingredients and you tell me if you think that your avocado toast would have been improved had this ingredient been on it. All right. Bacon. (sighs) That's a tough one. I mean. Probably yes. A fried egg. I don't think so. I don't think that would help. Turkey. Definitely. More avocado. (laughs) No. A second slice of bread. No. Okay. Okay. I'm not sure what that exercise proved, but it's interesting to me. <laughs> Are you like on some website that's like popular t- toppings for avocado? You can't put bacon on avocado toast. Would that still count? Yes, I'm on. I'm on. What's wait? What's our rival website again? What is that? Thetakeout.com. I'm on thetakeout.com where it's listing potential potential game changing toppings for av- your avocado. No, no, I no, uh, no. I think. As I, as I went through that exercise, I realized halfway through that I didn't have a point. But I think if I'm going to retroactively craft one, it's that in your mind, this, this avocado toast was maybe missing something. It was missing like a main ingredient. I, I mean, I, I don't even think it's that. It's just like, to me, I guess avocado in the form of like guacamole to me is like just fantastic. And like that, that. All I need is that. I don't need anything else. Give me guac and, you know, I don't even need chips. I will scoop it out with uh, Megan's special guac scooping thing, and I'll just eat it raw. It's fa- fantastic. But to me, the raw- avocado itself, yeah, it just it just doesn't carry the, the, the sandwich for me. Okay. I mean, fair enough. Look, look, I, I think this is going to be, you know, unlike last week where we famously de- – uh, you know, agreed on everything. I think we're going to depart here, which is a shame because wow, I know most podcast listeners like their hosts to be in a hundred percent agreement all the time. Uh, but yeah, look, I think this was great. You think it was boring? I think I think you're wrong. Uh, so I'm going to say this is another eight and a half out of ten. This is great. Wow, and I picked the sandwich. <laughs> I and- should I should add, just as a side note. The timing of this is not inconsequential. Eating this sandwich after two straight week of, uh, of hot dogs, including our, our five hot dog marathon, made me like it a lot more. Yeah. And I'm not like in the other categories, like this is the type of thing that like from a health perspective, from a meal perspective, from a everything perspective, I felt good after eating it. Like I'm not saying any of those. I ate both of them. It's just that in the taste good category, I you know, go to this place, this fantastic place, and I get the avocado toast, and then I get my butter and cinnamon sugar, and it's just like, that butter and cinnamon sugar toast is like the best thing, it's so good, and the avocado toast is just like, you know, to me, it's just missing something, I mean, maybe I would have liked it if it just had a lot more salt on it, 
I don't know because because maybe I'm just I, I I'm expecting that guacamole type sensation, and when you just get avocado without it, it's it's just it's a very different taste of avocado. Honestly, what I think's happened, Dan, and I think we need to be concerned about this. I think this podcast has gotten you used to a more sodium rich diet. It's pot. I mean, especially with those hot dogs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's getting like five thousand percent of my. The, uh, and the uh, lox and bagel, I mean, yeah, stuff. It's, it's true. I mean, it is like as far as um, as far as breakfast foods go. I think you know the thing, the toast with like sugar on it was obviously really sugary, really sweet. And you know the thing, like the lox bagel is super salty. You know, maybe I'm just I, I need one of those two things. All right. Well, what's next, Dan? Is a sandwich a monster? Fanwitch Josh, PhD, checking in. Let's see what he has to say. Finally, a sandwich I eat all the time, the avocado toast. Wow. This is a good one for us because it has both a long history in San Francisco and Australia, where it's known somewhat amusingly as a smashed avocado or a smashed avo. I'm not really sure if it's a sandwich since it's usually just spread on some toast, but, you know, close enough. Um, I'd say this one is not just not monstrous, but downright virtuous. It's at its best when it's ultra simple, having only avocado and maybe a little and lemon, a little lemon and salt on some tasty bread. Uh, avocados do need a fair bit of water compared to other fruits and veggies, but nothing compared to meat or dairy. So this sandwich is pretty good. My only warning is that it might be less virtuous if eaten in northern climes where there aren't any avocados around. But if you're pretty much anywhere else, I think it's a pretty good choice. On the monster scale, I'd say not a monster. Wow, not a monster. Very creative. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty far north, so maybe that's a problem. But uh, You're close to California, though. You're only two, one state away. Frankly, I'm, I'm surprised that Josh could afford uh, the smashed avocado on, on his professor wages. Well, the important thing is he's getting paid in Australian dollars. So he's paid oh, okay. an inflated salary. It's just perfect. worth nothing in America. Perfect, perfect. Okay. Uh, yeah, look, I mean... I, I, I would say I'm not surprised that the avocado toast is a very uh, virtuous sandwich. Um, I mean, what do you think, Dan? Is there anything to? Is there any like thing that I should be thinking about to impugn this great rating that Josh just gave? No, I mean Josh's point about the the avocados in you know the way they like consume water is is a thing, but. I mean, the, I think the, like California has much worse crops as far as that would be concerned. Like, I think um, almonds are like much worse than avocados in terms of that because I think avocados are like make tons of money. Like, I think avocados are a very efficient use of like land in terms of turning it into very valuable products. So, I, I think they're fine. I think they're good. I think they're an important part of the California economy, and uh, they're delicious. So, you know, no animals are harmed. No people are harmed. Land is being used in an economic way. It seems uh, seems like a slam dunk. You know, the one downside to avocados, this is not related to this category at all, is, you know, I don't know how much, how much avocado buying you do for your home. It sounds like you do a fair bit. The problem that I have with avocados is that, like, for me, someone like me, I shop once a week. And, you know, it's like a big grocery trip because of all my children. Yes. 
you have to buy like you have to plan it. You have to be like, okay, I'm buying these avocados for Tuesday, and then if I want some on Thursday, I need to buy these Thursday avocados. Like you really need to stagger the the firmness of your avocado based on what day you want them. True, but I would say of all of the various fruits, like I think I have a better feel for avocados and like which ones are like ripe which ones i should eat today and like which ones i should eat in three days and which ones i should eat in six days than like any other fruit i agree with you for avocados that i'm picking for that day or the next day like i can always tell ripe or too ripe you know uh like you know this one i don't want at all and i can always tell okay this is going to be good tomorrow once you get past the one day out i'm sort of like is this a wednesday avocado or I, i like i don't know you know, and then I feel like I get into the that like, you know, spot where it's like, God, you know, I'm not eating an avocado food tonight, but this is perfect tonight. Like, What am I going to do tomorrow? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Avocados do have the and this is actually a very uh, true point. See, to me, I feel like I can get the like three days away. But you're right. At some level, you just grab one and you're like, this is super firm. Like, maybe this will be ready in five days. Maybe, you know, maybe it'll be ready in like two weeks. You know, I don't know. I will. That, that would be quite firm. But if you are in a avocado mood and the avocado is not ripe, it's just like it's it's terrible. Yeah, like and, you, and there's a little bit of like a short shelf life on it. Where yeah, it's like, and if it's getting to the right point and you're not ready for it, and it goes from being like perfect to being bad in like 45 minutes. However, that's actually one thing that's great about avocado toast, which is like if you see an avocado is about to reach that point it's just like all right i'm just having avocado toast for breakfast yeah. let's smash that bad boy up okay uh monster scale you know nine out of ten let's yeah let's do- man let's have some smashed avo let's dock a point for the water consumption all right although look i'll tell you we are not in drought anymore in california we got well, too much goddamn water i mean i'm definitely in a northern climate though so i want to you know honor josh's point with that yeah, I know you don't have any water problems, but you guys aren't growing avocados up there. Yeah. Anyways, one category left, the Celebrity Bing Search. You've already teased it to our listeners. You've just un... Uh, un damn, I wish I could edit this so I could come up the run word. Unexplainedly, unexpectedly texted... Inexplicably? Yeah, inexplicably. That's what I'm looking for. See, normally when it's unedited, I just would now say I, I came up with that on the spot, but I did not. That incredibly challenging word. Okay. Inexplicably, you sent this to me 30 minutes ago, but I am now looking at it, so I know what this is. But was this a trick? Do you have another one, or is this your celebrity Bing search? This was a fake out, Dan. This is not my – no, I'm just kidding. It is my celebrity <laughs> Bing search because, look, Dan, in the great history of the podcast, we have clearly staked out a category within – a subcategory within the celebrity Bing search of – yes. Tom Brady related sandwich news. Yes. <laughs> and not only is Tom Brady apparently a fan of avocado toast, he is such a fan that in 2017 for Halloween, 2017. So this is on the heels of this Australian guy's terrible comment about uh, avocado toast. He and Giselle dressed like avocado toast. Now, this picture is a little confusing, though, because Tom Brady's in the background as the avocado, and Giselle's, like, in the foreground as the toast, but it's like, we're, we're like, looking as if we were the plate, 
because yeah, like the yeah, avocados. Yes, the, no, exactly. I, I don't think it's confusing. I think you described it perfectly. We are the plate in this scenario. Okay, we're the plate, but we're also like five feet from her. Yeah, this is like a, this is like a plate plate view, but you know, yeah, it's, it's a little bit hard. I, I mean, also, it would... this doesn't make sense because he's like his avocado is like spraying out because he's like a foot taller than her. And, like, that's not how avocado toast works. Like, he should be the toast. She should be the avocado. I know, but I think it's funnier for him to be dressed like an avocado. You think? I mean, look at him. Do you think Giselle would have found the dressing like an avocado to be, you know, offensive? I think that there's more comedy to be mined from Tom Brady dressed like an avocado than from toast. I don't know why. But apparently, really, there's not much to this article on TMZ other than the fact that apparently this costume was Giselle's idea. And uh, and Tom Brady lets her pick all their Halloween costumes. So there you go. Yeah. Well, Tom Brady looks pretty happy in the picture, as does Giselle. So they look I like they're having a, a blast. Dunk. Yeah. 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 Great, great celebrity story, Dan. I mean, how many sandwiches do we have celebrities not only eating but dressing as? Come on. Yeah, it's it's good. I mean, look, I, I, it's time. Let's uh, take Superfan Jay's cutting board, which is still done. I still have it. Still have not mailed it yet. But I'm just, I think I'm getting the right box tomorrow, Superfan Jay. So just calm down. Wait, Dan, cutting is your hot coming. take at all going to affect my decision here? Well, do you want to hear the hot take first? I think so. Yeah, I think so. Absolutely. I mean, the take is so hot. At the end of it, we might just have to end the podcast. Okay, well, let's make a decision first, then. Okay. Let's take the avocado toast, put it on Superfan Jay's cutting board. And I'm telling you, Superfan Jay, the cutting board, it's, it's, it's looking good. You'll, you, you'll have it soon. It has some avocado on it now. Yeah, a little bit, but it's okay. It's okay. Uh, look, there's no, it's not like any of that, uh, any uh, food-borne uh, illness that you're going to get from meat on there. You know, It no still issue smells with like hot dog, though. There was a lot of hot dogs on there. Some of that chili got on there, too. That's, you never get that smell out. Okay, so it's on the cutting board. So here's how it's going to work. I'm going to make my argument, then, Joe, you will make your argument. Well, I guess you don't have to make an argument, and you'll decide whether it goes on the menu or not. Now, since we're live, and I didn't prepare anything, I'm really going to have to go off my heels. But here we go. Avocado toast. More like... Wait, are you looking for something good or bad? Uh, just don't worry about it. Well, I'm going to help you out. I'm good at no, puns. No, I, I don't need it. I don't need it. Okay, I got it here. I got it. I got it. Avocado toast. More like avocado ghost. Because this sandwich has everything you could possibly want in a sandwich. It's easy to make. It's readily available. It's healthy. It's great for... If you're getting jacked and you need to go on a date, it's got everything except for the one thing that's missing. The one thing that is not there. Flavor. It's bland. It's like uh, you're, you're there. It's got everything. It's like a ghost. You're saying you're talking to it. You're hanging out with it. It's making jokes. But then you go to like shake its hand and your hand just goes right through them because it's not there. Oh, that's, that's how spooky. I felt. Spooky. Spooky. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
it's also a very spooky sandwich. That's a you know, it's like that green goo. You know, it could be, it could be like a the form yeah, ecto, of a ghost. Yeah, ectoplasm. Yeah, ectoplasm. Yeah. <laughs> straight out of Ghostbusters. Everything's there except for the taste. I don't know. Maybe if in some fancy New York City place, maybe they get the seasoning better. But my guess is that the fact that it's like sort of bland is part of like why what people love about it. And you know, to me, just compared to all the other delicious sandwiches we put on the menu, I just I think it's a great sandwich. I support it, but I just to me it it has no place on the menu. Dan, would you say that you're ghosting the sandwich? I I am absolutely ghosting it. I will not be getting it ever again. Wow. But that cinnamon sugar and butter toast is like that's going on my menu. Well, Dan, I'm going to say avocado toast, more like bravado toast. Because this sandwich <laughs> had some swagger. I think, I don't think this was boring at all. I think the sandwich almost, almost had too much flavor to it. No, that's not true. It didn't have too much flavor. It did have too much flavor. But That's the most shocking take that's been said on this (laughs) podcast so far. But it had plenty of of flavor. Uh, Look, I think you just got two places. The first place, they were too health conscious. It was a bad, yeah. bad choice. The second place, this guy is too interested in bread to think about topping the bread well. I think next time you come to Seattle, we're going to go get some of this delicious curry and mustard seed, which, by the way, mustard seed is great. We need to use it on more stuff. Well, to me, the one of the reasons I like guac is a little bit of that salt and a little bit of the spice. So when you were describing it, I was like, boy, that actually would have made it a lot better, I think. And I will say, I'm excited about the avocado toast, not just because uh, I thought it was great, but also because I intentionally, the place that I went to, they had turkey as an add-on. They had bacon as an add-on. They had egg as an add-on. I intentionally didn't do it because I wanted to try it in its most pure form, but I'm also excited to experiment with the avocado toast and try different versions. I say, right along with the Outsmizer, Put the avocado toast on the menu. Okay, so right along with the Outsmizer, it's not on the menu. It is on the menu. Okay. Well, at, since I picked the sandwich and it's just going to help my personal statistics, I will put the avocado toast on the menu. But, I mean, this is just going to get absolutely slaughtered when it competes with a real sandwich. Totally disagree. All right. Well, you putting it on the menu has taken all the steam out of my hot take. So, with this... But I'm going to go for it anyways. So that's I've, we're now in Dan's hot take corner. Okay. Here's the important sound effect for my hot take corner. Wait, is that a shofar? <laughs> it said foghorn, but that doesn't actually sound like a foghorn at all. So I don't know. Uh, yeah. Anyways, here's my hot take. All right. Let me get, I, let me get hot here. Let me get let me get warmed up. Okay. <sighs> All right. Here's this take. I think in 100 years the millennial generation will be known as the greatest generation number 2. Here's why. Wow. 
That is a hot take. Here's why. What the greatest generation was all about sacrifice for generations that came after them. And they did. They sacrificed so much. The millennials, or what I will like to refer to now as the greatest generation number two, have basically done the same thing. They have inherited all of this crap given to them by the two prior generations. And the millennials are, I mean, (laughs) the greatest generation too, are doing everything they can to basically turn it around, which is like everything's too expensive. All the, you know, student debt. It's all reached crisis proportions that the greatest generation too is now finally getting people into office, getting the issues talked about, getting something to resolve this. And then here's how this relates to avocado toast. As far as from my perspective, avocado toast is not good. It's bland. It's like uh, lacking in flavor, but it's got all of the great fundamentals. And to me, that's exactly why it's the perfect sandwich for the greatest generation too. Because people, by, by, by like making this the sandwich to define the generation, it's exactly what you want. This is a sandwich where the people eating it, again, not you, but me, you're sacrificing flavor, but what are you getting in return? This is like an eco-conscious sandwich that's also health-conscious. This, this sandwich, as we talked about in the first date thing, it's not like a, an offensive sandwich. It's just like this sandwich is the exact perfect sandwich for anybody to be eating if you're trying to actually like help the planet, help the world, help the person. The only thing you're sacrificing is that it's not very good. It's exactly, I mean, it's exactly the, 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 the sandwich of a, of a generation that's sacrificing for others. And, you know, all these, um, I, I looked for descriptions of the future greatest generation too. People put stuff down as lazy, narcissistic, having no commitment to anything. Give me a break. I think this sandwich itself gets rid of all of those things narcissistic give me a break this sandwich is the least narcissistic sandwich ever although people do take pictures of it but i think outside of the pictures of it the sandwich isn't good but it's healthy it's again good for the environment lazy this is the ultimate not lazy sandwich you eat this avocado toast you're ready to go you know not like our parents eating those hot dogs and you eat a hot dog you better sit in front of the tv for the next like three hours while you're digesting that those baby boomers with their roast beef sandwiches yeah, their Arby's, their roast beef sandwiches, their drive-in movie theaters. You don't watch a drive-in movie after eating avocado toast. You eat that avocado toast and you, you do something. And having no commitment, I mean, give me a break. This Greatest Generation 2 has been repping this avocado toast for like 10 years. Like, they're keeping this trend going. They're getting their avocado toast every week. They're keeping it relevant. I mean, how how has a trend ever lasted this long? I mean... The Greatest Generation 2 has kept Avocado Toast popular longer than they work at most jobs. So I think this shows the commitment they have to a a type of thing that is, like, good for the planet, good for themselves, etc. So to me, millennials will be known as Greatest Generation 2, and they will – the Avocado Toast will be on their banner. I think that's interesting. I think it's a very interesting take. Uh, I – I think that uh, – well, there's a couple things here. First of all, other than your point about it being bland, I totally agree about the avocado toast. I feel like you know, we could be talking to our grandchildren one day being like, 
Back in my generation, we didn't even get a second piece of bread on our on our sandwiches. <laughs> That's how much no, we no, were but, sacrificing. No, no, but like think think about like when we were talking about the the PB and J. You know, when we were just talking about assigning a sandwich to a generation, like. Peanut butter is this thing that sort of got invented in World War II, you know, having it widely accessible, the concept of supermarkets growing. And then as the years pass, people are just making and eating more gratuitous sandwiches. And now in our current generation, we can eat anything we want. If you want that roast beef sandwich, it's available. If you want that BLT, no problem. And this is what people are ordering. They're ordering this sandwich where they're by ordering the avocado toast, you're shunning so much other stuff. Like, that's the real signal the sandwich is sending. It's not saying, I want avocado toast. It's saying, I don't want all this unhealthy, meat-based crap you're trying to push on me. I'm, you know, this is, I'm sacrificing. Every time you get it, you're you're consciously avoiding bad stuff to eat this bland piece of crap sandwich. So your argument is, your hot take is that the millennial generation will historically be known as the greatest generation 2.0. Correct. I mean, I think it's interesting. I think that that I will agree right off the bat. That is a potential path for the millennial generation. I don't think it's definite, though. I think it actually requires, like, the, the things you laid out of, like, an actual, like, uh, you know, Sacrifice that helps solve the huge economic inequality problem and the climate problem. Yeah, yeah. Well, it remains to be seen. Look, the the story hasn't yet been written, but but my, I think the, the opposite is is if millennials double down on that problem, we're going to be known as baby boomer two point generation. It's true. It's true. But but again, to me, the avocado toast is already absolutely. It's it's, it's showing the direction that. The millennials are going and, you know, to me, it, it's a sign of, and again, this is why I said you got to wait a hundred years to see how these things sort out. But, but to me, the avocado toast, I, I had the epiphany when eating the avocado toast and as I was eating it, realizing how bland and, and, you know, tasteless it was that because the, the reason I had the epiphany was that I thought avocado toast was going to be this like gratuitous, like. You know, people are taking all these Instagram photos of it. Surely it must be this, like, you know, delicious, savory thing that everybody wants to show off. And then it's like, no, the, the, it, it's a thing that looks good. Like, I think that's the only thing about it that actually is good. Like, I think it's a, it's a cool combination of colors. Like, I think the avocado, it's a very photogenic fruit, I would say. So, especially like a, a little avo mash. But, you know, that's all there is to it, to me. I love it, Dan. I hope that I hope that our generation can live up to that. All right. Now, no lunch pail. Let's get out of here, Joe. Spin the sandwich wheel. You ready? I Dan. It can't land on you. I'm I'm off the sandwich wheel. No matter what happens, you are not you are not picking the sandwich. And by rule, since next week's sandwich is not going to be picked by me and I'm not even on the wheel, I am prohibited from having another Dan's Hot Take Corner. It's true. It's true. You have to take a, at least one week off. I will have to wait until the sandwich will resets, and then perhaps Dan's Hot Take Corner can come back. All right. Everybody out there, this is Joe, listener Joe, Joe, and Wacky. 
All of which, I mean, this is as big a slice as Wacky's going to get, unless, of course, it lands Joe gets on Joe. Yeah. <laughs> so the way the rules work is if it's listeners, then the wheel will reset back to three Joes, three Dans. So, Joe, if it's listeners right now, you could just get shut out again. It's, those Dans are going back. Ugh. But if, but it could easily go Joe, Joe, Joe. You could have three weeks in a row. So are you ready for this? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm fine with this. I mean, the funny thing is, I don't think you want to pick again. No, I'm out. I'm tapped out. I've been the the fact that I know I haven't had to pick this week. I mean, <laughs> it, it freed up the mental energy to come up with that scorching hot take. Let's Do you think it, that Dan. scorching hot take will get a single Reddit post? Definitely not. Yeah. Okay. Let's spin the wheel. Let's get on with our lives. The podcast is actually supposed to release 20 minutes ago, so. Solidly in the Joe. Yeah, once I saw it spinning, once it passed Listener Wheel, it was like, that's all, it's all Joe after that. Well, Dan, it's been a this long time. Yeah, it's been like, what, a month? Two months? It's been months, plural. Wow. That's for sure. That's for sure. Okay, so let's see. We had avocado toast this week. We want to, you know, uh, hmm. Let's let's think of something a little bit different. We don't need to go vegetarian. God, you know, we've we've done a lot of good sandwiches, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I like this. You haven't picked in like two months. You're still completely befuddled. You have not given it one thought. Honestly, I've I've given up on the idea of picking. Wow. To the point that I, I, I never thought that I would pick again. Well, I guess we're just going to sit here in silence for the next five minutes. I'm certainly not helping you. The great part about not having to pick is you don't have to think about this. I just get to sit here, wait for it. Do you want me to read the outro while you're thinking? I mean, I, I sort of feel like, like I, I want to pick what I think might be the best sandwich. I, I just want to go for it. I don't want to hold back anymore on this podcast. Wow. Now let's do it. YOLO. The, this, is, this is a sandwich that I went into this podcast thinking, God, this one it has a good pole position. I'm just going to tell you right now. I think it's a good sandwich. I think I already know what you're going to pick. Ooh, I'm curious what you think I'm going to pick. But All right, I'm going to write down what I think you're going to pick. I'm just going to tell you what I pick, and then you can tell me if it was that or not. I'm, I'll, I'll trust you. I want to eat. A breakfast sandwich. And okay, the way well, I'm defining that is, to be more specific, an egg, sausage, and cheese sandwich. Wow. You can pick croissant, biscuit, bread, whatever. Egg, sausage, cheese. Egg, sausage, cheese. So that is not what I wrote down. So uh, we'll save that. I did not think you were going to come this direction at all. You think... The you, the sandwich that you've been holding back on that you think could win the whole thing is egg, sausage, cheese. On croissant, brisket, or biscuit, or I mean, I wouldn't do white bread, but I know your preference for white bread. So, so could I go to McDonald's and just get their version of it? If that's what you want to judge by, absolutely. Well, I I mean. I haven't been to a McDonald's in a long time, but this feels like an opportunity. Could I, is there like sausage, egg, McBiscuit? Does that meet your qualifications? It's sausage, egg, and cheese on a biscuit. Absolutely. 
All right. Well, could it be on a bagel? No. Can't be on a bagel. <laughs> okay. Okay. So there are different some, sandwich. Some, some limitations. All right. But at white bread's okay. So any sort of like breakfast pastry is okay. Well, I wouldn't put it like in between like two cheese danishes. Yeah. That'd be weird. So, th- so that's not okay. I mean, I- I'd be interested to hear how-, how you feel about that, but. I think it'd be good. All right. I like it. So next week's sandwich is, well, what do you call it? What is a sandwich called? I think I would just call this a classic breakfast sandwich. So that's it's the podcast episode is going to be classic breakfast sandwich. Absolutely. I mean, let's see. If I do a Bing search right now for classic breakfast sandwich. I mean, if you search this on pork.com, it'll definitely come up. Yeah, what comes up is a sausage, egg, and cheese. All right. Boy, I wonder why that didn't ever get the shortening of, like, sec, a sec sandwich. Yeah, I mean, well, I guess that would be sort of backwards, right? Sech. What's backwards about it? Oh, oh, you're saying, wait, you're saying sausage. No, I think, yeah, no, I think it's egg, sausage, and cheese. Esch. The esch. Yeah, that does the roll off the tongue. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Okay. We, we're good? All right, Dan. We're great. All right. Time to put away the one slice of bread until next week. Joe Picks Sandwich part of the Joe Picks Podcast Network. To listen to all of our podcasts, go to JoePicks.com. Join the live discussion on our subreddit, reddit.com slash r slash Joe Picks. We're going to talk what we got right or wrong with the avocado toast. Or if you have a strong opinion about next sandwich, the classic breakfast sandwich in parentheses sausage, egg, and cheese. Leave a comment on the Reddit page or email us at sandwich at joepixpod.com. Special thanks to Fanwitch Josh for research. His book, Red Me Republic, is on bookshelves everywhere and is available to buy on Amazon or wherever you buy your books. Also, thanks to Fanwitch Jeff, doer of research, laureate of music for the theme song, and Fanwitch Julia, second of her name, for the logo. Final thanks to Fanwitch Jay for letting us borrow his cutting board for our final ruling. Leave us a five-star rating in the iTunes store so others can find this podcast. Joe, see you next week. Dan, take it easy, man. <laughs>